Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I know we've been sort of intermittent with our shows as of late, but so much is going on, and I'm trying to get them in as I can. Um, I'm excited about today's show because we're going to talk about uh, what I hope will be comforting for you and and, and kind of uh, of a break from the madness. We're going to be talking about how to find our happiness during trying times, and I will be doing some um, taking some questions at the towards the later part of the show. So if you'd like to call in, you can do so at three four seven two one five nine four eight five. That's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. And um, you know, have you noticed that things are really crazy? I mean, we always have a little bit of crazy, right? I mean, there's always something going on, but this is this compounded stuff. And um, first, I wanted to just uh, say, you know, heartfelt condolences and all those words around this um, Orlando shooting. Um, I think that it's so trite to just say, you know, sending thoughts and prayers. I think it's really time for some some real radical action as far as, you know, taking care of things um, in in that regard. But I'm I'm not going to make this a political show, so don't worry. But um, I think that it's not just condolences for the victims and their families and and you know, all of the people who are in their immediate circle, but for the world because, you know, it's it's very sad to have that many souls leave the planet at one time from one event, kind of in the same kind of vein as World Trade Center, where it, 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 it's just there's there's no one who's not, you know, people, because everybody's affected by it, regardless of how everybody's, affected and because it's affecting the overall energetic grid um the focus is something that i mean you'd have to really be under a rock to not be affected by it and um and it, and it's it's just there's kind of no real words i haven't got my words around it quite yet because i'm still processing and there's it's i i, I think as light workers and as spiritual leaders and leaders of leaders um, and as really as sensitives and empaths, even if you're not in this business, but you are studying and you are investing time in your energetic being and in your um, in your own development of your own consciousness and awareness, your level of sensitivity is so high and as it should be. And, um, and this is really penetrating most people's ability to defend. You know, because what happens is, 
we have our, you know, certain boundaries, right? We have physical boundaries, but we also have our energetic boundaries. And there's certain incidences that will happen that are pretty over the top, you know, tsunamis, natural disasters and earthquakes and hurricanes and all those different things. And, you know, murders and things like that. And some people get upset by them and then other people kind of defend, you know, they're just, they're just, they just stay removed. And, um, and what I think is happening, and this is one of the things the guides have, have told me about, I've been doing a lot of channeling, as you can imagine, they sort of get a handle on this, and I'm talking to um, other channels and whatnot. And one of the things that's happening is um, we have a, a, an infrastructure that's breaking down. We've had a tremendous amount of new energy coming in, but it's almost like no more new energy can come in until old infrastructures have broken down. And it's not that energy is stopping or anything like that, but there is another jump that we're going through. And um, during the time of 2012, around the 2012, you know, the onset of 2012, I think 20, 2009, 10, 11, as we were leading up to 2012 and that big energetic shift, we, of course, had the collapse of the economy. And that created insane chaos similar to what we're feeling now with this election. And what it really was is it was kind of a, a battening down the hatches for the big shift of energy. So you get a, anything that's corrupt, anything that's out of alignment with the new faster, higher frequencies is going to go away, is going to be thrown in our faces, and it's going to be done in such a way that we can't really ignore it. And we can't really, you know, you know, everybody globally is affected by it. So it forces a, an evolution. It forces, you know, a forward momentum. And what it also does is it drops off. It just swoops off anything that is out of alignment with that new forward direction. And um, and this will smooth out. It will smooth out, but it will smooth out with us finding our joy and happiness within it as opposed to getting sort of caught and the centrifugal force of the tornado of negativity and hatred and drama and trauma, um, you know, within everything that, you know, within the swirl of all the, you know, social media and all the infighting and all the different things that are going on. So as we're evolutionary things, both within ourselves and in the world at large, so, you know, when you're about to make a major quantum leap for yourself, usually something is breaking down as you're going to make forward that forward leap. Like when I was going to move from New Jersey to California, um, that last year that I remember distinctly that this decision I made in July, on uh, July 1st of 20, what is it, 2013, um, that I was moving to California and and I just got on this very focused crusade of I'm going. I didn't know where the money was coming from. I didn't know how. I just knew that, you know, I was going to live in L.A. and I was going to live in Malibu. And buy, I just wanted to get by the ocean and the mountains. And, you know, and I had all these ideas and whatever. And it, But it was very focused. I was very, very focused on it. And, um, and what I saw start to happen at first was that excitement, right? It's like, oh, I, you know, I'm watching all these shows that are based in California and seeing the ocean and whatever. I was watching the Kardashians, like binge-watching the Kardashians and Beverly Hills Housewives and all these different things. Uh, <laughs> not so much for them, but to see what how the lifestyle behind them, you know. And, uh, 
paying attention to what doctors they went to, getting on Groupon, you know, the things you do when you're going to relocate. So there was this moment of euphoria, right? It's like a permission slip, a permission that I'm going to move forward, that I'm going to take a quantum leap, that I'm going to make this big life change. Um, and and so it goes. Well, it went like that, you know, it's kind of in the, what, you know, family and friends would consider to be a fantasy stage at that point. Just, you know, lots of vision boards, you know, it, it, lots of um, internet surfing on realtor sites and looking at properties and looking at rentals and whatever. Lots of exploration. And that's how we start. And then I hit a wall. What was starting to happen was, and I didn't anticipate this, I was going to the beach every couple of days and meditating and doing all these different energy, you know, things for big changes. And then all of a sudden, all holy hell broke loose in my regular life. Like I was in a two-family house and the people upstairs were out of their minds and just got worse and worse and worse. There was all kinds of drama with family members were fighting with my sister. And, you know, it was like, even like my clients, everything just started to break down. And I was like, how could this be happening? I'm making this big quantum leap. How could this be happening now? What I didn't realize then, but I do now with hindsight, is that the old infrastructure of my old world had to start breaking down because I was generating such a high level of frequency by moving forward. And that if I had comfort in my old life back in Jersey, then when it got, you know, a little hard, I would have probably stayed in Jersey. You know, if I had, like, the perfect comfy, real cozy scenario and, you know, loved the house I was in and all that other stuff that was going on and, oh, you know, feeling like I was thriving, would I have left? Would I have taken that leap to get to a place where I was in complete, much better alignment with? especially 3,000 miles away, especially leaving my family and all of my friends behind, um, no, I probably wouldn't have. And so what happens is our old life starts to break down as we start to pull up into this new thing. And um, and people have a tendency to, to say, yes, I want it, yes, I want it, yes, I want it. Of course I want that new job, the new house, the new relationship, blah, 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 blah. But they don't. But when they hit the resistance that goes along with that forward momentum, when they hit the resistance, the limitations, that, that you know, sort of the boundaries of that projection, um, they a lot of times stop and turn around and run back off the bridge they were trying to cross. They run back to what they perceive as safety. And, and so what happens is you start to take steps on the bridge and the bridge that's behind you starts to break away. So you are kind of being forced to run forward as the piece of the bridge that's behind you with every step starts to break away. So there's no turning back, right? So it's the breakdown of the infrastructure um, of your life, of your previous life, in previous meaning of the, you know, of the constructs that you have been living uh, up to that point, right? So what we're going to on a, so that's the microcosm. That happens in your own world as you're making shifts and changes for the better. Well, in the macrocosm, the greater circumstances of the world as we're moving forward as a global planet and you know even multi-universe multi-dimensionally we have a tremendous amount of capacity now that we didn't have access to before it wasn't that it wasn't there it was just dormant and as of 2012 when we shifted into the new grid and the new energies and all that 
Um, so that was kind of like, you know, the the broadcast, the, the uh, tower was built. Then everybody had to get the cell phone to actually take participate in all this new, you know, frequency that was available, right? So everybody has to get a new phone, right? It's like the iPhone 6 or whatever. The iPhone comes It's like the smartphone versus the rotary phone. You have, you have to get new phones to really take care, take take uh, participate in, in the new signals that are available, the new um, information and technology that's available. So we had that happen after 2012. So from 2012 to 2015, everybody's getting their cell phone. You know, and then at some point, everybody has to turn them on. <laughs> and and so, um, and as you do, when you get to a certain point of critical mass of everybody having on those phones, the old phones go away. Like, do you notice how many phone booths are out there these days? <laughs> you know, because that dial, you know, pay phone, whole thing, that old infrastructure, you know, drops away because we now all have cell phones. So the majority of people have cell phones, right? So the people don't have to sort of adopt. And so what we're having happen now in this, this big infrastructure shift in the world is the old infrastructure is dropping away. And we have a lot of chaos, a lot of chaos. And if you notice, you know, we've had many, many shootings <clears throat> and we've had many, many you know, disastrous things happening. But I, this is actually the first one that I've really seen where people are saying it's time to love. It's time to get back to love. Love, 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 love. We're hearing this over and over again. What about love? What about love? You know, kind of like the Vietnam time, you know, flower children and everything. It, go, it goes back to that. Love is, is, is a very complex, um, uh, it, it's very simple and, 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 it's, and it's very powerful and it can heal anything. Ultimately, it's what it all comes down to at the end of the day. But not to even go into that direction, what I want you to understand is that part of the infrastructure dropping away is so that you can find your joy in the new. You can find your joy in the freedoms that you have available to you with this new energy. And this is a really powerful time if you can sort of get your head around um, the fact that these old structures are dropping away. And one of the things that happens when old structures are dropping away uh, is that they have to flare up so you know what to hose hose down, right? And so we have, you know, all of this happening very, you know, and it always happens where we have a lot that starts happening right in an election year, especially one where you have such a divided type of, you know, political situation that we have here in this country now. And um, no matter how you cut it, uh, it, it it's not being ignored. You know, it, it's very hard for people who normally have their head in the sand to keep it there. It just, it just is. There's a little bit of distraction you know, sometimes you can distract yourself a little bit. But if you do, you're still getting slammed with it, you know, because something else comes up. Muhammad Ali dies or Prince dies. Or last night the Alf, uh, guy who played Alf died. And, you know, they had a shooting. They have a shooting situation going on right now in California. Here, a few towns away from me where I am now, um, they, they have a shooting situation in Amarillo, Texas today. You know, there was, I had an earthquake here. My first earthquake in California, you know, last week this time. So it's, it's, there's, there's a compounding 
right? So even if you try to say, okay, that was just an incident, all right, all right, let me just get, you know, I'm just going to focus on my world, it just, then you get, bam, another, bam, and another, bam, and another, bam, 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 bam. And it's because it's like pay attention. Pay attention. And what are we paying attention to? The first question you want to ask yourself is, how do I feel about this? Each thing. How do I feel about guns? How do I feel about LGBT? How do I feel about the shootings? How do I feel about the politics? How do I feel about who's in office or who's not in office? How do I feel about humanity? How do I feel about children? How do I feel about the environment? Asking yourself the questions and finding your voice. The best thing and the most powerful and powerful thing you can do is to find your voice and take a stand within yourself. And even if that stand is flexible, you know, you feel kind of like a little bit of everything, then so be it. But acknowledge it. Acknowledge your voice because it's very easy to say, you know what, um, I'm just going to sit here and watch all these people on Facebook fighting with each other and everything, and I'm not going to express myself. I'm just going to hold it, keep it all in. I'm going to keep it all in. I'm going to keep it all in. And what that does is it stops your energy. You know, it slows it way, 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 way down. It doesn't mean you have to go out on a crusade and start telling everybody off on Facebook like I've been doing. But, <clears throat> and I'll get to that in a second. But, but what it is is when you give yourself a voice just in your physical world, that also makes way for your intuitive voice to get its volume turned up because now you're willing to express yourself. You're willing to have the conversation. It's no more about numbing out. Numbing out, I can tell you, as we go through this stage, which has been predicted to last for a good two to three years, as we go through this stage, I've always, when I was back, you know, with Cryon, with Lee Carroll, and some of my other channeling friends back in, uh, in 2012, you know, leading up to 2012, Everybody's saying 2012 isn't the issue, 2016, 2017 is. You know, 2016 to 2020 is. That's, that's the issue. That's where we're going to have the big, the real big, 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 big shift. And they're all really talking about it quite a bit now as well. And we're in it. We're in it. So the, the, one of the antidotes, the first antidote to this is to find your voice. And even if that voice is just being the page of a journal every day, you have to give yourself a place to express. Because your body is experiencing this even if you're, you don't let your mental mind process it. Your body is, is taking in all of the churn of the energy. Your body is very, very, um, very, very in tune. If you've had issues with your sleep going kind of crazy, my, my sleep is so off. It's, just, it's, it's beyond the, oh, I'm going to channel in the morning thing. It's so over the, all over the place. And it's because it's like people at, like me, who are kind of considered light warriors, we're being put to work. We're working so hard right now. And I think there's several of you who listen to the show who are in a similar situation. And so our sleep is way crazy. It's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Um, and the dream state is crazy. And it's just active. And it's just like, the, you know, it's like you kind of catch a nap when you can kind of thing because there's just so much going on. And we came here for that. We came here to help humanity get over this hump. And this is a hump. But you know what? On the other side of this is such a, a high quality of life and a high quality of existence. I mean, can you imagine if everybody, if the you know, majority of people were intuitive? Can you imagine if the majority of people knew how to work with their parallel realities and create as they desired, um, you know, for the highest and greatest good? 
and 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 the majority of people really understood what love really is and and honored that and the majority of people you know ate well and that and that organic became an even bigger priority than it's starting to become now and people adopted that and and companies you know if you notice every sector is being affected by these shifts right every sector is evolving at the same time the whales are dying and beaching themselves at SeaWorld they don't want to be in captivity anymore they've done their job the 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 animals in the zoo you know, you can see it that you can see all of the animals are getting a better representation. Why? Because we have social media and all the videos of these animals, the most unlikely pairs. You know, the leopard who's friends with the golden retriever, and the, you know, the badger who's hanging out with the hippopotamus, and all and all the stuff that they're doing on the Facebook. The thing is, these animals are they're showing their capacity that to get along. They're showing their capacity to communicate. They're showing their sentience. And people are responding to that sentience and they are personifying that sentience so that other people can say, oh, those pigs are really smart. Do I really need to eat them? You know, or, or oh, you know, dogs and cats aren't necessarily enemies or, oh, you know, abusing animals is not okay, that they do feel and, that, and, and you know, that type of thing. Then there's, then there's the, the plant kingdom. And how we're taking care of of our vegetation and the roundup and the chemtrail and all and it's it's getting bigger and bigger, and the water and the and the ocean and you know and it goes on and 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 what's happening is people are being held accountable, companies are being held accountable, the government is being held accountable. why because now instead of just a few people in power and a few outlets in power, meaning like media, uh, you know, certain newspapers and, and, and television stations and radio stations and government and, you know, the banking industry and the health industry, instead of them just having, you know, very small, um, you know, even the publishing industry, smokestacks who control everything, the recording industry, now what's happened is, the masses know their voice, right? Social media has been around for a good 10 years now. The masses know their voice. The masses globally know their voice. And so the masses are sharing. And so the leadership is now coming from, instead of top down, the leadership is coming from the bottom up. It's coming from all of you. You're driving it. So if you ignore your voice and sort of distract yourself with that presidential candidate or that president didn't do this for us or he didn't do that for us or this one didn't do this for us and that one the congress did this and whatever you distract yourself with that you're operating off the old energy when they were the ones who had more power but guess what you're the one who has the power now you are your voice counts your decisions count what's beaten in your heart counts because you're the bigger entity now as the audience, as the masses, as we call ourselves, we're driving with our opinion, with our, you know, look at what's happening. You know, this shooting was covered differently than any other one in history. Not just because it was the biggest one. These kids were Snapchatting while they were being shot. They were Snapchatting. They were texting. They were letting people know 
while they were in the process of being held hostage, what was happening? Really? It, the level, so that can't be denied. It can't be manipulated. And so now is your time to have your voice in the most tragic of circumstances and, of course, the happiest of circumstances and everything in between. Your voice counts. And, and the ability to shift and change counts. And what you're seeing in this political um, scenario right now is you have certain candidates who are going off of the old, you know, I am the great and powerful Oz, and other candidates who are, who are, you know, kind of crusading, and you know, we, uh, we the people can go and get this done, and then the ones in between, and all that, right? You have all these different people swirling around, but at the end of the day, they're all coming back to you and saying, "I need your money, I need your tweets, I need your likes, I need your attention, I need your voice, I need your vote," and. Your vote might not be even counted properly in the election process, but the the mass consciousness of being involved in expressing yourself, whether it's through social media or writing or speaking or whatever it is, is powerful and it matters and it does add up. And so, you know, also technology, just noticing like that Chewbacca lady, the one who had the mask and everything, she was all over the news, you know, how you missed her if you missed her, and how she hit, what is it, however many hundreds of millions of people watching that video, and more than Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook even has the likes for his own, (laughs) for himself on Facebook. And what was fascinating to me was how all of those corporate entities, whether it was Coles or Star Wars or, the, you know, the TV shows, Jimmy Kimmel or whoever else, how they could all so quickly react when they wanted to. How those big corporations, and I've worked in those corporations, and I know how slow they are to respond to things, or they used to be. And now because of technology, how quick they are to react. You know, I noticed on Apple and they're advertising, they're using YouTube videos and they're advertising YouTube videos that have gone viral. The hippo jumping up out of the water chasing the boat and, you know, all these, these, these other, you know, these very popular videos. Why are they doing that? Because the videos come from you and they come with the audience built in. And they're already proven. They don't have to shoot in the dark. They know 100 million people love this. Let's throw it in with our brand. That's power. That's power. So don't think that your voice doesn't count. And that's the first thing to finding happiness in trying times. Because, and happiness, I'm putting in air quotes. You know, sometimes you just don't feel happy. You feel really tired. You feel stressed out. You feel like, like you're spinning. But hopefully this will shed some light and sort of help you to sort of find or organize your thoughts a little bit during this process, you know. And and so so that's super important to find your voice and to use it. Use it constructively, you know. Um, using your intuition. You know, right now, if there was ever time you were going to read my book, The Aha Factor, and use the, the pieces that are in there, it's now. It's one of the reasons I'm sure why I was pushed with cattle prods from my guides to write this book because let me tell you I procrastinated every which way from Sunday <laughs> excuse me and I was pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to get that thing out and I realize now that 
the more people who are fluent in their intuition, the easier this process becomes because then you can detect the lies, you can detect the right direction for yourself, you can detect your, you know, you're never alone. You know, you can realize that you're never, ever, 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 ever alone. And it's very easy to feel lonely. But you're never, ever alone. You have guides, you have angels, you have your higher self, most importantly. You have all of these energetic powers of being. And you have each other on an energetic level as well, you know. And so... Being intuitive and trusting that intuition and learning how to become fluent, learning how it works and understanding really and practicing it is another, like my number two point of finding that happiness during trying times. One of the reasons why I can keep my equilibrium is because I'm so intuitive. And I can know, okay, this is the time to react to this. This is the time to let it go. This is the time, Mari, just get up, go to the beach, get off of Facebook, stop arguing with the guy with the gun. You know, it's like, just stop. Like, stop. Or go. Go after that person. Go. And I've been, my guys have said, go. Say it. Say it. Use your voice. Go. You're a leader. Go. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. And, but I do. And, you know, sometimes when you use your voice in an articulate way, right, it gives other people permission to do so. And that unblocks something in the grid. It unblocks locks, it unlocks a block. And when you do that, guess what you have? You have the healing happen. You have the flow happen. Because now somebody else has expressed themselves. So when you're on these social media sites and you, you feel like, okay, that's not, that's not cool, that's not okay, I have to say something, you say it articulately, you, you know, you do it with respect, but you get your point out there, and you know what that does? It frees you up in your energy. It gives permission to someone else because you'll notice other people chime in and, and support you in the most unlikely of cases. Sometimes they don't, obviously. And then you move on. You, it, it, it's not getting locked up in your energy. So that's thing number three is express yourself. Okay, you find that, you, you know, you allow that inner voice and you, and you get, let your intuition lead the way and you allow yourself to express yourself because that unlocks your energy and that will stop the stiff neck and the back issues. And I was out on the beach the other day and I was walking and um, decompressing and I looked off to the right and all of a sudden my neck just, seized up like I literally couldn't turn my neck to the right or to the far left and I was like whoa like like it just cramped like it was the strangest thing and I said I was like whoa did I slip a disc I've never done that before I'm very healthy I don't I don't really have any I I don't ever walk I don't have any pain at all I never walk around in pain or anything like that I'm like so when I get pain it's like really feels like you know whoa you know and I I started to talk to my neck, and I'm like, okay, what is it you are trying to let me know? You know, what is it, you know, what is this? And it's like carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. It's this, this, I was, because I was feeling so heavy. My heart was feeling heavy. My mind was just like, uh, and normally I can fly above all this stuff, but I just couldn't seem to get past it, you know. It's just like, and it was like, you've got to let it go. You've got to express yourself. You've got to express yourself. And then, I, you know, I decided to do a show this week and stuff and because um, I was not going to do the show. I was going to actually just rest instead. Um, 
and because uh, it's my first week of not doing like a lot of private sessions because I'd done so many over the last I don't know 15 weeks. I was just working like nonstop, so I just said, okay, this week I'm not doing them. And and I said, nope. You know, the show is fun. It's fun. It flows energy and it contributes. Hopefully, you know. So paying attention, letting yourself express yourself, super important. Now the next thing that'll help you to find your happiness is taking care of yourself physically. So this is, you know, eating well and just hydrating, hydrating, hydrating so that you're not, you know, if you're drinking a lot of wine, you know, because that's what people turn to in these types of times, oh, God, let's go get a drink. This is insanity. And, and you know, you're drinking a lot of Starbucks, a lot of coffee. You're dehydrating yourself big time. And the less hydrated you are, the harder it is to be intuitive. Intuition, the, the, uh, your your energetic frequencies are very affected by your hydration levels, your water levels, because water is an amplifier of, en- of energetic information. And also your oxygen, how much oxygen you're taking in. So by exercising, that's why I'm going out to the beach, you can just naturally breathe deep, plus there's all the negative ions and all that stuff. But by exercising and getting outside, getting vitamin D, so the sun helps and the light helps a lot, and also um, taking in oxygen. Uh, even if you're on a treadmill in the gym, taking in that oxygen, you will get it, it opens up all of your energetic receptors, your intuitive receptors, and the information that you need, the guidance and the connection um, it just flows in. So you don't want to sort of hold yourself up and shut yourself down and curl up in the fetal position and, you know, and and stop expressing yourself. You want to give yourself that opportunity to flow forward, okay? To to flow and to move forward, and so and and that means exercising. I've been going, you know, every day, doing some sort. You know, your iPhone. If you have an iPhone, you have a little app. It's built in. It's free. It's on there already. It comes with it. it has a little heart in your app uh, on your front of your phone. And it counts your steps. It's a pedometer. It counts your steps. You can see, I'm like, I look at the graph every day. I'm all excited about the graph. You know, oh, I did 10,000 steps. Woo! You want, of course, you know, the 10,000 is the magic number. But doing 5,000, three to 5,000, that's great. You know, that's a good chunk. Um, I've found that a 30-minute walk gives you about 5,000 5, steps, depending on how fast you're walking and, and all that. And um, so it's not like it's, you know, it's really essentially an hour of exercise a day. It's about 10,000 steps. Um, so just just getting yourself moving, moving. Give your body a chance to move. That's how your body, your body is an antenna. And that's how it it sort of regulates itself. It's not just about the physiology and the losing weight and looking great and all that. It, we're talking about from an energetic frequency perspective, your body needs to stay in connection with your consciousness. And what happens is when we get really stressed out and we get into these times where the infrastructure of systems are breaking down the way it is, so we're kind of losing our way. It feels like we're losing our way. Like all of the problems are coming up and nothing politically correct can smooth it over and it just has to be addressed. And when, when something is big, it's something like gun control or, you know, um, pollution or any of these other big things that are going on, uh, happens. Everybody has to compromise in some way, and nobody wants to. You know, nobody wants to on, on on either side, and so people feel like they're losing. 
you know, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. You're everybody's evaluating. What are we going to lose? What are we going to lose? And you know, and that lives have been lost. You know, by staying the same. So we'll definitely lose more people if we stay the same. So we've got to do something, right? Well, all of that churn will create that ability that when we're afraid we're going to lose something because some big entity is going to take something we have away, we lock up. Or not, right? Or they're not going to take away, whatever, but we lock up. And so your body takes, it, it stiffens up. And that can cause joint issues and blood pressure issues and all that stuff. And then we start medicating and drinking and all these things so that we can offset these things that could easily be offset by just expression and movement and breath and hydration, okay, and eating well and and taking care, nurturing. So nurturing yourself is also super important. Now, the last thing I'll, I'll say about this, the happiness aspect, and then I'll start to, I see a lot of you are on the lines today, so thank you. <laughs> I sent out the announcement for the show, like at the wee hours of most people's morning. It's like 9 o'clock California time, and I can't believe how many of you guys are on the line, so thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the last thing I'll say about happiness is put your dreams in front of you. Whatever it is that you're desiring, put it right in front of your face. Meaning, give yourself permission to say yes to whatever that is. You want to publish your book, then you go after it and you start pub- publishing that book. You want to be a fashion designer, then get after it and, and, and figure out what it takes and start moving. If you want to you know, audition for Project Runway, get after it. Go go for it. If you want to audition for The Voice, you want to, you know, uh, go back to school, you want to get a new job, now's the time. Use the momentum that's happening, the momentum of change, and sit, you know, quietly, ask your angels, ask your guides to give you some guidance, and be honest with yourself. Get yourself a special notebook, give yourself a voice, even if it's in your own notebook. You don't have to use Facebook and all that and go out on some sort of crusade. You can give yourself a voice just between you and you and and put write it down you know, and go after it. Whatever it is you want, go after it because that's going to give you that sense of hope and that is going to, you have to keep going forward. This is not about stopping everybody. The world isn't going to come to an end, you know. This is about transitioning everyone and it's more important than ever that you honor whatever it is you're desiring to do because guess what? People are crying out for whatever it is that you feel inspired to do. People are crying out for it somewhere. Your clients already know who you are. Your next, your new clients, the people who really need what you have to offer, already know you exist in their energy, in the energetics. They may not consciously know, but energetically they do. And they start to, you know, cry out, gosh, I really, I, I just need a massage. I just need some healing. I, I just need to find my center. I need, you know, a new car. I need this. I need that. And, you know, I need a babysitter. I need somebody to take care of my dog. And, you know, all these things, whatever it is. I just, I, I want a new Afghan for my bed, you know, a new comforter or whatever. They know. They know what they want and they're asking for it somehow, even if it's just in their mind. And you're on, and that travels on the grid and you get this inspiration to learn how to knit. And then you realize, wow, I can go on Etsy and do a bunch of knitting projects. And there's people out there who want something customized 
and you come together, right? Well, everything that is in existence was in somebody's imagination at some point, whether you're imagining it as far as an idea of something you can do or someone else who's in need of it is imagining it, it for themselves. But everything starts in the imagination. So give your imagination a voice. And when you do, just know that whatever's coming up as a desire of yours has been implanted from your higher self letting you know that it's available. So there's nothing that, there's nothing that you desire, not one thing. I don't care if you want a yacht. I don't care if you, you know, want to homeschool your kids, get a puppy, you know, buy a restaurant, whatever it is you want has been implanted from your higher self saying this is available to you. If it's not, or if it's really not in your frequency, it's something that you won't even ever think of. It just won't even come into mind. Like, I've never thought about salmon fishing in Alaska. I just never even, you know, I mean, I'm using it as an example now, but it, I'm not called to do it. Under any stretch of them, I don't even want to go to Alaska. <laughs> like, you know what the people do? I don't even have any other desire. You know, my family lives in Alaska, but I, I wasn't born yet. But, yeah, I don't, you know, okay, I'm good, and, and, and that's it. But there's other things that I can't put down. You know, I just had to get to California. I had to. It was just like, it was insatiable. Like, I could not even function. I just wanted it so bad, you know? And that's because your higher self is saying, that's where you belong. Go, go, go. And it's okay, you know, you'll catch up to yourself once you're there. All right, so honor yourself, honor that. And no, anything you desire is desiring you, okay? All right, so Sam, hopefully you're not asleep, waiting. (laughs) But I think we have some callers here. I think we have a lot of callers. So if you've been waiting, um, heads up, because I will be coming your way, hopefully. And the first caller that we have is Brittany in California. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm here. How, How are, are you? you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, great. Um, I'm in California, and I love it here, too, so <laughs> I can relate. Oh, good. So tell me, what's your question? So my question is, um, I am in the process of trying to join this organization, um, it's a positive, I guess you consider a nonprofit, and I would like to know what you see in regards to this. Um, you have to be specific because I, I, that's, that's a very, very broad question. What, what specifically are you, do you want to know about it? I want to know, is, is it going to go through or not? Um, I had a meeting with two women in, um, and I'm not sure what the meeting, like how they walk, what they were walking away thinking, or you know. Well, are you trying to get a job there? Are you trying to volunteer there? Are you? Are you? No, I'm trying to be a part of the organization, but it's it's more of a process, like yeah. An approval process. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's interesting because it feels like. Um, there's a division that's like 50 yes, 50 no. And what I would suggest is from your end, 
instead of just sort of like feeling a sitting duck waiting for them, what I would suggest you do is use your own energetic power and put yourself in a scene where you see yourself being congratulated for being in, if that's what you really, really desire. And that will literally shift it to that. But right now, it's, they're, they're showing me a line right down the middle, right down the middle. It can go either way, and it's really dependent on if you're sitting in doubt and kind of disempowered, kind of waiting and thinking that it's outside of you, then it's going to go in the negative. But if you, and this is kind of a test for you, if you say, you know what, I choose this, I'm, I see myself here, and I see myself being congratulated, you know, I'm in this situation where I'm being congratulated for being here, it's going to work in your favor. But this really can go either way. I'm not seeing a definitive absolute yes or absolute no. It's really more of a testing ground for you. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Okay, Thank take you. care. Have a good night. You're welcome. Okay, next we have Michelle in Detroit. Hi, Michelle. Michelle. Oh, hey, this is Michelle. Hi, hello. How what's your question? My question is um I'm um about a relationship between um Michelle and Byron. And what what do you see going forward? Cuz well, I don't know if I am I supposed to just what do you see going forward? Um, give me something specific because we have like 40 seconds. Um, well, I gave him some space, so I need to know, does he understand the space? I mean, I told him, but is it, <laughs> is it going to help? Is it helping, should I say? Is it helping? Um, I think, or how does he feel or whatever? I don't know. Well, this is not specific enough, so I'm just going to make this really quick, and then I'm going to have to talk to the next person. But I would just say that it's not really space if you're still wondering if how he's doing in the space. So the space is, is really about, um, you know, if you're calling into a radio show asking – you know, how is he doing in the space that I'm giving him, then what you're doing is still putting energy around the relationship that's holding. So he probably is still going to feel like he's running. When you're genuinely, like, letting it go completely, um, he'll probably turn around, but I don't really get the feeling that it's going to be a permanent relationship. So I would probably, if I was you, I'd probably move on. Um, Okay, moving on to the next person. We have Annette in Massachusetts. Hi, Annette. I think that's Massachusetts. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. My question You're is Thank you. My question is regards to um I'm feeling um some fear um because I met someone and um I'm starting to have some strong feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And with that comes some fear. Yeah. And the question is? The question is, how do I deal with this fear and prevent it from blocking me from opening up more? Is he is he asking for you to open up more? No, he's not. Okay, so then, so then if he's not, then I would probably say take that as a cue. 
and just okay. modulate, regulate yourself. So okay. if you're feeling fear, then there's something in your own energy that's saying, okay, this isn't necessarily um, pushing forward the way I'd like it to push forward. It feels more like anxiety of am I going to get rejected or am I going to be, you know, or is this going to move forward? Right. And right. And then with that, as opposed to him saying, you know, I want a relationship, get, let's get married. You're saying, well, I don't know, I don't know. He, you right. know, it feels more like it's in the beginning stages. So what I would do yep. is... that's true. Um, I would honor that intuitive hit. And what I would also do is ask your own intuition. Just mm-hmm. say to yourself, ask yourself the question, okay, what am I feeling here? Mm. And what else do I need to know about this? What's most important for me right. to know about this now? Continuously ask yourself that so you can get clarity. You can also, in your prayer work, pray for clarity. Okay. Um, because the fear is for, is for a reason. Now, it doesn't feel like he's out to get you or anything, but it feels more like, I don't want to say one-sided, but it feels like you're investing a lot more than he is at this time. And you're, and there's something in you saying to stop, like to hold, right. like to hold on it a little bit, let it catch up right. to you. Right, right, right. That's true. So it's kind of like That's your own true. energetic breaks. So, you know, mm. just sort of like, like not so much breaks to stop it completely, but to regulate yourself so that you're not, you know. And I, a lot of times, what people do is they, they rush it. You want that. You want. You can't rush intimacy. Intimacy is is built right. over time through both trial and error. Right. You know, intimacy is when you've gone through hard, ugly times as well as happy times, and you've gone through it. That's what builds that bond. The bond isn't built just on happy, 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 go, 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 hit the mark, hit the mark, hit the mark, hit the mark. That's not intimacy. That's mm. a ladder. Right. So, this piece is about you, you know, from what it feels like from your guides, you're learning how to modulate your own anxiety to crush so that you're not getting hurt. Because it's like if it, if I just get confirmation, then I know I'm not going to get hurt. But you know what? It wouldn't even be a romantic situation if the stakes weren't there for you to potentially get hurt. That mm. would be friendship. Right. So it's That's come, true. You know, load, vulnerability comes loaded in. That's what makes it a romantic relationship. What, the difference That's between true. a romantic relationship and a, and a friendship is the stakes. Mm. That, mm. you know, if, if you can potentially get hurt, it means you're more invested. Right. If you're not that invested and you're just friends, mm. you know, the stakes aren't high, so you just stay and do whatever right. you want. That's true. Right? So, that's true. So that's the piece that's that I would, I would just kind of slow, slow your own roll a little bit. Take okay. a breath, refocus on you, focus on things that make you happy and joyful, mm-hmm. and that's the best aphrodisiac for anybody is to see somebody who's joyful even if they're not there. Exactly. That's very, very attractive. So that's I hope true. that's helped. I'm going to have to jump to the next person. Thank you. You are so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Okay, next we have uh, Dana in Florida. Hi, Dana. Hello, how are Hello? you? I'm Hi, good, how are you? I'm yes, I can. Good. That's My good. question is, question is how how do you, um, you know, you were talking earlier about having your old life fall away, and I, that's just something I was telling my friend yesterday. The whole life is just collapsing like a bridge behind me, so I can't go back. Yeah. I can't even stand still because right. I can't even, I have to go forward. So how do you right. go forward without the fear and the panic because you can't go back. 
Good question. Thanks for asking a topic-related question. I love those. Um, Well, understand that if you're fighting the fear, it's kind of a waste. It's really more channeling the fear. So Mm -hmm. the panic part is when you're assuming that you're by yourself and your mental mind feels like it has to do everything on its own. And there's a difference between worry and concern. So worry locks you up and it's laced with anxiety. And it's focusing on the worst-case scenario and operating from um, more of your mental mind without an acknowledgement of your intuitive beingness and your greater self and your greater consciousness and all the powers that be that are there all the time helping you 24-7. And so if, so what you can say is, you know what, I, and there's two approaches to this. One is, okay, I'm going forward, everything, there's no turning back. So clearly my higher self has got something really good in front. Show me what it is. Okay. You know, show me what it is. Don't looking backwards to find your security is just really looking backwards to find the familiar. You, the the some of the anxiety you're feeling is just because it's you, you can't see it. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like you're going off into the what well, feels like a dark hole, but it's like more of an oasis. You know what I mean? It's more of a opening. You know. So. Right. So the first thing is to stop identifying fear and panic, fear and panic, and say, is it really fear and panic or is it some concern and some excitement? Okay. Because the excitement aspect, and if you just shift it in your head, it turns off that danger, danger, danger per, you know, thing that's going on in your head and it says, okay, yeah, I'm concerned. I don't know what's happening next. What, you know, what's most important for me to know right now? I'm never alone. I'm always guided. So let me give the voice to my guides and let them tell me what's next. Where do I go? You know, and notice also that in spiritual work, you're always going to just get the very next step. You're not going to get the entire GPS map. When okay. you are on this kind of a passage you're on, you, they will give you one breadcrumb. And I think you already know what it is because they're telling me you do. And you have to take it, not knowing whether it's going to happen, not happen, you know, work, not work. You have to take that one step that, that if there's a choice in front of you, take, make the choice, take the step, then the next step will be revealed. It doesn't, they don't give you like the entire, when I was coming to California, I wasn't getting like the entire, this is where you're going to live and this is where you're going to meet. This is, I was just literally given uh, your lease is up on your house in New Jersey. It's time to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, okay, get right. the truck. Okay, now you got the truck. Okay, get the cap on the plane. Okay, how do you do that? Okay, call Virgin, you know. Like, it was just task by task by task, and then next thing I knew, I was here. And then it was, okay, okay. now that I'm on the ground, now what? You know, and then the next thing came up, and the next thing came up. Now, you know, but along the way, yes, you can feel panic, and you can feel a sense of fear, but like I said, what I had to do and what I highly suggest is that you start to, first of all, shift the words in your head and mm-hmm. keep telling yourself, I know I'm not alone. Because that's the only thing that causes the panic is feeling like you are at your wit's end of your mental mind and it doesn't know what else to do. And that's because it's not supposed to. The how always comes from your higher self. Your mental mind is just kind of the lackey of your higher self. Your mental okay. mind is there to just 
operationalize what your higher self says. But if you keep saying, I'm scared, I'm terrified, I'm panicked, I'm scared, I'm terrified, I'm panicked, you, you shut off the voice of your higher self. So I hope that's giving you a little direction. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but good yes, luck. That helps. I'm sure Thank you're going to be much. fine. You're oh. so welcome. Take care, Dana. Take care. Okay, and we have Karen in Chicago. Hi, Karen. Oh, oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question. Um, I was supposed to do business with a woman, uh, a staffing manager, who um, called me and she said she had a project for me. But then um, I never heard back from her, so I called her. I didn't get a back, get anything from her, and then I sent her an email, and she just said. I'll contact you when I hear more information. Just kind of blew me off, and I'm just kind of wondering if you see something else coming along, or will she get back in touch with me? No, I think she's a done deal. It doesn't feel like that that's going to go anywhere, but it's not because she didn't want it to. It just feels like there's some shutdown um, from something that's beyond her control. So oh. I would definitely keep your search going, and it feels like. There's something, I don't know I'm seeing the number eight, maybe in eight days or so, um, okay. that will will show up. So I would definitely, I wouldn't be like a sitting duck waiting for her or trying to email and follow up and all that because you're following up on something that she can't control. And okay. if she could, she would have jumped on it. You know what I mean? She, they, they, she, she would, if it's meant for you to do something, it's going to flow to you pretty it may be not perfectly fast and, you know, step by step, but it definitely you'll have more energy going in that, right. that yes direction. So for this one, it just doesn't feel, I wouldn't waste your time on this one. It feels like there's something up coming up pretty close behind it, though, so I wouldn't worry. I would just keep your okay. eyes open and, and keep keep going, all right? Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you, you. You're welcome. Take care. Okay, everybody. Well, I guess we are at the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. I am very grateful that you guys were on the call today. This was, uh, this is, you know, definitely some trying times going on, but it's also a time of enormous opportunity. Please, please, please take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Believe in yourself and allow yourself to have your voice. And we will see you next week, same time, same place. So, I will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A moments with an s inc.com also join mari on facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there